It's a beautiful day and a fine time for healing. Podcast host Randy Fine, a narcissistic abuse expert and the author of the groundbreaking book Close Encounters of the Worst Kind and the captivating memoir Cliff Edge Road, invites you into her sanctuary, a place where your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being are all that matter. So put your feet up, relax, and enjoy today's show. And now, here's Randy. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to listen to A Fine Time for Healing. I am your show host, Randy Fine. So today we're going to talk about are parasites draining your energy? Are vampires sucking you dry? I know a lot of you can relate to that. Um, today's guest, Susan Shumsky, she says, I can drive a stake through the heart of energy vampires and defeat parasites that drain your energy. An energy sponge is an empath who absorbs negative energy as a sponge absorbs water. They are overly sensitive to negativity. Bad vibes and toxic relationships suck them dry all day long. By the end of the day, all they can do is collapse. Okay, I know you're listening. I know your ears are perking up. Susan says, I can defeat energy drain symptoms by giving an energy injection to you by saying potent, potent, vitality-infusing words and doing dynamic, easy-to-practice movements that are powerful energy medicine. Energy sponges feel more centered and integrated. Susan Shumsky is a self-help professional, pioneer in the self-development field, author of 20 books in English, 36 foreign editions, has won 40 prestigious book awards, and has done 1,300 media appearances. And today we're going to talk about her book, Earth Energy Meditations, which is like such a handy book to have. And um, we'll talk a little more about that when, um, once we get into this. Good morning, Susan, and welcome. Good morning, Randy. I'm excited to be here with you today. (laughs) I'm excited to have you. So you say, I can drive a stake through the heart of energy vampires and defeat parasites that drain your energy. All right. That's a big, big statement to make. How do you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's really important if you are sensitive. And it's great to be sensitive, by the way, because it means you have psychic abilities. It means you're clairvoyant, clairaudient, and clairsentient, which, by the way, everyone is. But there are some people who are very, very sensitive, and they just tend to take on other people's energies. They feel like they go through their day, and each person that they meet is like sucking them dry. Uh, This isn't just people in person, but on the phone, on Zoom, anyone they encounter, and also going into spaces that are bad vibrations if they go into a place that has a bad vibe, they are taking on that energy. And in fact, might even feel like their thoughts are not their own. Like, who is this? That People, uh, these highly sensitive, empathic people might not even be able to recognize their own thoughts and feelings. It's like something else has taken over their body or something. So that would be... I didn't make up this term. 
it was made up by someone else, but highly sensitive people, HSP. Right. Right. Uh, someone who is very, very sensitive. And like I said before, it is great to be sensitive, but you have to learn how to deal with that. You have to know how to close off your aura to the lower vibrations and open your aura to the spiritual world because there are four different planes of existence, and that is the spiritual, the astral, the mental, and the environmental. And you want to be open to the spiritual world and not to lower vibrations. So that's, that's what the methods in this book, uh, Earth Energy Meditations, that's what can use to do that. Okay. So you talk about um, chakras in our vital body and the root chakra, the muladhara, uh, at the base of our spine links us to the earth. And you say when this chakra is closed, muddied, and unhealthy, you experience these kind of highly sensitive people symptoms of fear, timidity, um, worry, doubt, anger, frustration, panic, all these kind of things. Um, so where do we begin? Um, I know that you have, so the first affirmation here you have is the I am in control one. You, do you want to read that one or say that one? That's where you begin. That is okay. exactly where you begin <laughs> okay. is with I am in control. And so that is the most important affirmation that can really change your life very, very quickly. When you start to use it, anytime you start to feel these energy drain symptoms, any, anytime you start to feel that you, that you are just taking on all the pain and energy and everything around you that is just draining you and making you feel so dis- despairing. And, and it's not your own, it's not even your own thoughts. So here we go. This is how you say it. I am in control. I am one with God. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. I close off my aura and body of light to the lower astral levels of mind, and I open to the spiritual world. Thank you, God, and so it is. Now, now how often do you, we say that? Do we start off our morning with this? Yeah, that's a great thing to do, Randy, to start off your morning like this. Now, it's important any time you say an affirmation that you say it boldly, with confidence, in a clear voice, audibly, not just thinking about it in your mind, but saying it with your voice, audibly. And as you're saying the affirmation, it's a good idea to say, say it as though it's your higher self speaking mm-hmm. through you rather than your ego self. So you just mm-hmm. kind of pretend as though it's your I am self, which is your higher self, saying the affirmation through you and that gives more power and depth to the whole experience so yeah it's a it's very very powerful affirmation my favorite go-to affirmation and it's in almost every single one of my books well yeah and it is the first one in here on page six um so then 
when we do get our energy drained and we have these symptoms, then you have one that gives us an instant energy injection and a vitality infusion. Um, you say this affirmation is calming and soothing and it brings inner strength. So let's, can you read that one to us? Oh, what page is that on? That's six. The healing energy drain symptoms. I can read it. I call upon my higher self to release, loose, and let go of all negative thoughts, feelings, and emotions that have caused me to feel drained of energy. I now release all thoughts and emotions of oversensitivity, overwhelm, depletion, drain, exhaustion, pressure, stress, anxiety, apprehension, nervousness, and fear. These thoughts are now lifted, healed, released, dissolved, and let go into the divine light, and they are gone. They are burnt in the fire of divine love. I now welcome, embrace, and accept new powerful positive thoughts uh, and emotions of integrity, inner strength, invincibility, infinite replenishment, infinite energy infusion, infinite vitality, inspiration, ease, comfort, effortlessness, trust, support, love, and joy. I am in control. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. Thank you, God. And so it is. <laughs> okay. So how does that feel, Randy, when you say that affirmation? How does it feel for you? Powerful. Very powerful. It's powerful, isn't it? It's very powerful. Now, that, that particular affirmation uh, uses the format of what I call the negative thought form, healing. And so any instance where you're feeling negative thoughts, negative emotions, you can use this same format. And that is uh, calling upon your higher self to release the negative thoughts and feelings by stating them aloud and then replacing them with positive thoughts and feelings. And you wouldn't really think that this would do anything. It's, It's so simple. It just seems so like simple to the point of ridiculousness to just (laughs) say the negative thought, state them audibly and then say the opposites of them and welcome the opposites. And then you feel completely different. It changes your mood. That's the power of affirmation. And especially when you say it with such conviction as you said it, it really works. Ooh, I like that. I'm gonna, yeah. I mean, I, I just love this book because there's just, you have so many things that can help us. This is amazing. Um, yeah. Okay, here we go. Some energy vampires might be controlling you through passive aggressive or guilt tripping manipulations. Perhaps they are obsessed with you or seek to sabotage you. You do not have to be subject to leeches and parasites that are sucking your energy dry. You can drive a stake through the heart of energy vampirism with these healing words. Um, And speak this affirmation audibly and clearly with conviction whenever you feel a psychic vampire is draining your energy. Well, another big chunk of my audience are people who are going through narcissistic abuse. So talk about Ah. passive-aggressive 
or guilt-tripping manipulations, oh, yes, we need this one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Definitely. This is, yeah. Will you say this for us? Yeah. So this is uh, basically the idea of this is to cut the cords, cut the binding ties between yourself and the person who is the vampire or who has the narcissistic behavior uh, to cut ties with them. And these ties are real. Uh, If you're clairvoyant, you can see them actually. They might look like strings. They might look like nets. They might look like cords. They might look like dreadlocks or ropes and cords are binding you. And when you cut the cords, then you're free. And by the way, it's, I suggest that people cut the cords, not just with people that are vampires and parasites and uh, people who are narcissistic and are guilt-tripping you or whatever, but to cut these cords with everyone on a daily basis, meaning everyone that you are in contact with, everyone that you're in contact with in any form of communication, such as at home, at work, and so on. So uh, here's this um, particular uh, affirmation. It goes like this. I call upon spirit to lovingly cut psychic ties, karmic bonds, and binding ties between myself and all energy vampires that have been draining me. I now cut any and all binding ties between myself and Randy Fine. These ties are now lovingly loved, healed, released, dissolved, and let go into the light of divine love and truth. I am in control. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. I am filled and surrounded with an armor of divine light and divine love. Nothing and no one can diminish the fullness of my being. I am complete and whole. I am unassailable. I am the perfection of being. I am perfection everywhere now. I am perfection here now. Thank you, God, and so it is. So I would imagine this would be a good thing to do at the end of the day. So we have the morning one, and then we have the one at the end of the day. Of course, that's not the only time that we can do them, but... um, to make a ritual, that might be a really good way to do it, right? That is a good ritual. However, I do recommend that uh, you use the um, self-authority affirmation, the one I am in control, that you use that not only when you wake up, but also when you go to sleep. And any time during the day that you're feeling drained or you're feeling off, just any time you're feeling off, that's the time to just come in with I am in control. You know, that one. And this cutting the binding ties, uh, that would be, for example, if you have a, a practice where you are working with people, let's say you're a psychic or let's say that you're a counselor, you want to cut those psychic ties or binding ties between yourself and the person that you just communicated with. You want to do it okay. right away uh, okay. between the clients. Um, and you're going to keep yourself clear that way. It's a way to keep yourself in integrity. You want to be your very shining best for each client that you deal with, for each person that you deal with. I say client, but it it doesn't have to necessarily be a client. It could be anyone you're communicating with. 
you want to you want to um, have your best shining through, and a way to do that is to cut those binding ties. So anytime you're feeling a tug, you're feeling a tug from someone as as though maybe that person you're obsessed with that person, or you're thinking about that person and uh, and you can't seem to let go of that. That's the time when you might want to use um, this binding tie cut. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. That will help you. Um, we may have a caller. Let me see if this person is listening or has a question. Good morning and welcome to A Fine Time for Healing. Do you, do you have a question for us today? Oh, um, I did not actually, but... Okay, are you just listening? I mean, I'm... Yeah, I'm just listening for some tools uh, to affirm myself. Uh, oh, I'm on this perfect. path uh, to my intuition, and I realized that uh, basically all my teenage years to my adulthood now, you know, I've kind of been operating on a fear-based paradigm, and I'm looking to pivot from that and just trust the intuition and my guides and spirituality to help move me on. So I just was listening, and uh, I'm going to buy the book. Oh, perfect. Okay. Can I put you back on hold and you can keep listening? Okay. Sure. No problem. Okay. All right. Perfect. Well, there's there's one book that's um, going out (laughs) pretty quickly. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, Why is it so, why is our root chakra so important in all of this? It's important because uh, people who are highly sensitive tend to not be in their bodies. <laughs> they tend to kind of check out, leave their bodies and not be grounded. Uh, they may feel as though their aura or their energy field is not really surrounding them, as though they're not centered in their energy field. Maybe they're pushed over to one side or another because somebody has been shooting psychic arrows at them and <laughs> pushing them aside or perhaps somebody has binded, has binded them with these cords or these nets or jails or prisons. All these odd anomalies come into the energy field when people are uh, controlling you, basically. So uh, it's really important for people to use methods so that they can let go of these anomalies, these odd things in their energy field, and have a clear energy field and have a vibrant, healthy energy field. And the energy field is really what determines your state of health, mental, physical, emotional health. And you want that energy field to be clear, to be solid, to you want to be rooted to the earth, meaning rooted to the earth element which is in your base or root chakra the um, first five main chakras namely the root the pelvic the navel the heart and the throat chakras are actually uh, they have elements that are associated with them and the root chakra has the earth element has the water element the navel has the fire element the heart has the air element, and the throat has the ether element. And so earth being associated with the root chakra means that your connection to this planet, your connection to grounding is 
there in your root chakra. Okay. So you have a rooted in earth visualization. Would you take us through this? Absolutely. I'd love to do that. Okay. So y'all would like to just simply. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Just simply sit comfortably and close your eyes and keep your eyes closed until I tell you to open them. And uh, plant your feet firmly on the floor. And imagine that your body is like a tree and the tree trunk spinal column. That tree is straight, tall, rigid, immovable, and impenetrable. Now visualize roots of that tree growing downward from the base of your spine, reaching from your spinal column downward and downward until those roots penetrate the earth below you. The roots continue to spread deep into the earth. Feel yourself rooted deep into the earth's soil. Even if gale blows fiercely, you remain firmly rooted in the earth. The roots continue to grow, penetrating deeper and deeper giving to your mind, body, and emotions great stability, strength, and solidity. You are now feeling a profound connection with Mother Earth. The roots attached to your spine, which have deeply penetrated the Earth, are now soaking up Mother Earth's vital, nourishing life energy. This powerful life energy now flows upward through your spine, and then spreads all over your body as it enlivens and revitalizes your being on every level, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. That life energy is like liquid light flowing up your spine and then spreading throughout your circulatory system. That light now circulates all over your body, invigorating, energizing, and vitalizing you. That light now becomes brighter and more powerful. Imagine the light is now penetrating and pervading every part and particle of your being as it increases in brightness and intensity. Your body is now filled with brilliant, radiant light. The light of life energy. Stay in that for just a few moments and enjoy the radiant liquid light of life. And now it is time to come out of meditation, but keep your eyes closed until I tell you to open them. Just have the intention to return to inner and outer balance. And then pretend to blow out four candles by leaning forward very slightly in your chair and blowing out forcefully through your mouth four times like this. So just do that four times. Blowing out, blowing out candles four times. And then when you feel ready, open your eyes. If you don't feel like keeping your, if you 
still feel like keeping your eyes closed and don't want to open your eyes, just blow out more candles. And then open your eyes and just repeat the following affirmation audibly after me. Just repeat this. I am alert. I am alert. I am very alert. I am very alert. I am awake. I am awake. I am very awake. I am very awake. I am inwardly and outwardly balanced. I am inwardly and outwardly balanced. I am in control. I am in control. I am the only authority in my life. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected. I am divinely protected. By the light of my being. By the light of my being. Thank you, God, and so it is. Thank you, God, and so it is. So I have a question. The question that um, I have is, it, this is, I found it really interesting that you grow the roots from the base of the spine, which really, to me, makes sense because it really makes you feel more sturdy. Most of the um, grounding meditations or affirmations that I've heard use um, your feet, grow it out through your feet. So why mm-hmm. do you use the spine? I mean, obviously, it's, it's probably what I said, but I just would like to hear it from you. Yeah, I use the spine because the earth, uh, the earth chakra is at the base of the spine. So that is our connection to the earth. You can also use the feet. In fact, I think later in, in this book, there, there is at least one meditation where you are uh, grounding your feet to the earth. You go outside and you do that. So that's another great uh, visualization. And um, I just want to reiterate this thing about the I am. Uh, Anytime you use the words I am, you're invoking the mighty I am presence, which is your higher self. So whenever you use the words I am, Anytime during the day, anytime at all, that you say the words I am, you definitely want whatever you say after you say those two words. You want that to be something that you want to own, not something you don't want to own. (laughs) For example, if you say, I am miserable, I'm unhappy, (laughs) I am sick, I am am poor, uh, if you're going around saying things like that, that will manifest. Anytime you invoke the mighty I am presence, those things are going to manifest. So if you say, I am joyous, I am healthy, I am happy, I am the perfect size and weight uh, for my body type, uh, I am filled with joy, I'm filled with love, these are the things you want to say after the words I am. And you want to say these things with conviction in a powerful voice, as though your higher self is saying these words through you. Makes perfect sense to me. So um, then you have the root chakra chant um, and the Mother Earth mantra and the Mother Earth meditation. The Mother Earth mantra, now I've heard about chanting Om, but you add Bu Matai Bu Mataye Namaha. Mm-hmm. 
Bhumatai Namaha. Okay, so why don't you say it for us? Om Bhumatai Namaha. And you say, to chant this audibly 108 times to invoke and offer salutations to Mother Earth. This increases your attunement to the Earth element, the Earth plane, and the nourishment of our beautiful planet Earth, which supports and heals you. So, um, so we want to say, Om Bu <laughs> Mata- yeah. Yeah. yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, no, you did it perfectly. Om Bu Mataye Namaha. Mataye Namaha. Okay, perfect. There we go. Um, By the way, this book is available in audio. Um, it is oh. an audio book as well as a physical book. It's a good idea that to have the physical really well. book because you can read. You can read it and see it with your eyes. And then also the, the audio book is great because you can do the meditations by listening to the audio book. Or, oh, by the way, anytime is. there's a meditation in the book, you can record it yourself. From, from the physical book, record it yourself onto a device and then just sit comfortably in a chair and play back that recording and then your own voice will guide you into meditation, which I highly recommend. Oh, okay. Perfect. Uh, at the end of this chapter, you do a quick self-authority affirmation, which um, I like because it is uh, self-loving, self-protecting. And you say, I am that I am. I am here now. I am safe. I am secure. I am protected. I am exactly where I am supposed to be. I am enough exactly as I am. I am loved. I forgive myself. I accept myself. I love myself. Thank you, God. And so it is. This is beautiful. This is something that, um, this is an affirmation that really can help us to feel better, um, to give us back our personal power. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel after doing the, these things that we've, that we've done so far? I feel charged. <laughs> it's great, I feel charged isn't it? up. Yeah, it's great. I feel energetic. Yes. They're yeah. very good. They're very good. That's why the book's called Earth Energy Meditations. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Um, So in your book, um, you talk about astral influence, astral oppression, astral possession. Um, What are these things? What what is astral influence, oppression, and possession? Yeah, Randy, you know, it's really important that highly sensitive people understand these concepts of astral influence, astral oppression, and astral possession, simply because if you're, if you're allowing your aura to be open, you're allowing it to be open to not only uh, people around you, but to influences that are on other levels of existence other than this physical plane, and one of those levels is called the astral plane. I call it the astral plane anyway. Other people might have different definitions for astral plane than I do. But uh, my definition is that the astral plane is a place where souls go to 
who have not gone into the light after death. It's a place of limbo, a place that souls get stuck in uh, when uh, they don't go into the light. And what am I talking about, the light? I'm talking about the near-death experience where people report that after death uh, or during their near-death experience that uh, they see a light. They might see a tunnel guiding them into this light. Their relatives might be there ushering them into the light. They go into the light. They meet a divine being. And then they're told, your time is not up. This is not time for you to move on and transition yet, to go back to the earth. You have more to do. Or you might be given a choice. Uh, some of the near-death people uh, were given a choice to go back if they wanted to go back. So I do believe that this is really what happens after death. I really do believe that the near-death experience is absolutely real and that there are some beings who just don't go into the light after death. And I've counted 15 reasons why they don't go into that light after death. And um, they get stuck or stranded in this astral world. So the souls, uh, earthbound spirits, they're called, spirits who have not moved on into the light after death, And also there are other beings who live in the astral world, not only these earthbound spirits, but also beings who are mischievous, malevolent, or they might be what we call faker spirits. Faker spirits are those who are pretending to be something that they're not. They attach themselves to a living human. Um, And there are some other beings who attach themselves to living humans for various reasons. One, One reason is addictions because uh, if a person is addicted to a substance during their lifetime, that addiction doesn't go away after they die. In fact, really nothing happens after death. You still have the same mind. You still have the same hang-ups. You still have the same beliefs. You are still a a soul who is uh, thinking, seeing, feeling, hearing, tasting. All of these things are available to you after death. So, you, if you're an addict, for example, you're still craving that substance. So what you might do is attach yourself to a living human, maybe an addict. You can attach yourself to an addict and continue your addiction through that person as you cohabit that person's body. I know this all sounds you know, pretty far out, and it also sounds pretty gruesome, but in fact, it's real. These things are real. That's why it's really important for highly sensitive people to understand about astral influence and astral oppression and astral possession. And, uh, yeah, so. So how do you know? Okay, so how do we know when when the entity is influencing us? Right. right. So astral influence would be if you feel heavy or negative vibration or if you get a kind of a creepy feeling or you feel excessive fatigue, lethargy, or depression or if you're unusually angry or you get bad-tempered and you just don't feel like yourself or you feel out of sorts. So that would be what I label astral influence. Now, astral oppression is a little worse. In this case, astral oppression, you're abnormally drained and feel something is sucking you dry and not a person. This would be just some energy in your environment is sucking you dry. You undergo a lot of bad luck or misfortunes, or you often have nightmares. You have a strong negative emotions and feel out of control. So that would be what we call astral 
oppression. And then astral possession is the worst. And uh, many people who have um, psychosis uh, are possessed by astral entities. So astral possession would be you have a sudden personality change that's not for, you know, not a good personality change, a bad one. Uh, you get negative telepathic messages, voices, or hallucinations. You have a sudden craving for drugs, alcohol, or other addictive behaviors that you never had before, or you undergo a psychotic breakdown. So um, there's a very interesting book. It's called The Unquiet Dead by Edith Fiore. And she is a, a psychiatrist who her entire practice was to uh, heal people of these entity possessions and thereby get them well from their psychosis, whatever it was. And I truly believe that much of mental illness can be attributed to astral influence or astral possession. Really? And uh, that's why it's really, really important for people who are highly sensitive to understand this. And I know a lot of people, oh, they, I don't believe in that, or they think that's not real, or they think, oh, we should always only consider love and light. We should always stay in the love and light and not even put our attention on the negative entities. Well, guess what? Those negative entities are not going to stop putting their attention on you just because you stop putting attention on them. And they, they, they want to attach to us because they want our energy, right? They do. Because they, they, yeah. And yeah, I'm not saying how... that that's the I'm not saying mm-hmm. that that's the case with every earthbound spirit. Many earthbound spirits are just lost, sad, and confused. They're not trying to go after living human beings. They just happen to be in the environment, and we happen to catch a whiff of them as we're going through our day, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I've said this before on my show, but I used to, I used to love to go antiquing. And, uh, but ah. five minutes into it, I would be, I'd walk in energetic five minutes into it. I'd feel horrible and I'd walk yeah. out. And so I knew I was, something was attaching to me or I was feeling the energy. So before I would come in the house, I would have to, I would add <laughs> a bottle of salt water um, spray and I'd spray myself down and I'd get rid of all this stuff on me. But, you know, I stopped going because it wasn't fun after a while. Um, and, <laughs> and I am sensitive. So things do attach to me. I know that. But I also yeah. um, have had the experience with earthbound in um, one of the businesses that I have that seems to attract them. And um, I've had a, parent, um, a, a paranormal team come in to actually um, assess the situation. And we've talked to these spirits. So I know that they are very real um, and they have stories and there's very, there's many reasons why they stay. Um, yeah. we, we had one spirit who had done something terrible in life and he was afraid he was going to hell if he, if he crossed yes. over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's um, one of the reasons. Was, yeah. He was terrified. So he didn't want to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, interesting. Okay, yeah. so um, faker spirits. Uh, what are faker spirits? Faker spirits are frustrated souls that craved attention, that wanted to uh, be famous during their lifetime, 
And so after death, they are in the astral world. They didn't go into the light. And they want to attach themselves to someone that's going to make them famous. And that would most likely be a medium or a channeler. And then they will tell the channeler or medium, give them a fake name, usually a biblical name. <laughs> Sounds like a biblical name, you know. And uh, impress that medium or channeler with that name and with their teachings, quote-unquote teachings, that they're speaking through that medium or channeler. And so the channeler medium kind of gets gooped and allows them to take over them, basically, and uh, take over their body, use their body to give their, quote-unquote, teachings to the earth. Now, I'm not saying that every channeler or medium is like that. Uh, A channeler or medium can be in touch with divine beings as well. You can be in touch with any level. So you can be in touch with the astral world or you can be in touch with the spiritual world. You might be channeling divine beings such as Jesus or Holy Spirit or Babaji or Saint Germain or one of the ascended masters. Definitely you can do that. It's not impossible to do that. In fact, it's one of the things that I teach people how to do. But there are some beings, unfortunately, who are faker spirits pretending to be something they're not attaching themselves to living humans, to channelers and mediums, and speaking through them and giving teachings through them. And, and it's more common than you might think. This is so interesting. I've never heard of that. And then you have, so then you have um, a something that you say, I call upon the divine presence to heal and release the spirit. And then there's... Um, there's a whole, I, I won't go into the whole thing and read it, but so would the average person that is not channeling um, be able to recognize a faker spirit or really the average person is not going to have faker spirits because we are not going to make them famous, right? Yeah, it's really more common with uh, fame and glamour and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um not really so much people who are just living their lives quietly. Um, mm-hmm. They wouldn't necessarily get, uh, unless, they're, um, unless they're in contact with a channeler or a medium who is controlling them. That's why mm. it's important that it, when you choose a psychic to go to or a medium, if you want to go to a medium or something, that it be someone who is, really dealing with, shall we say, spiritual, really spiritually based, based mm-hmm. upon, you know, calling upon God, calling upon divine beings, angels and archangels who come in the name of God and not just any old Joe Schmo. You know, Joe Schmo is coming through me and Joe Schmo is giving me these great teachings. Mm-hmm. So it isn't just the channelers and mediums who have to watch out for this. It's anyone who is in contact with that sort of thing. So we have to be discerning with what's coming yes, through. That's what I'm trying to say. So if it's positive, it generally is um, a spirit that is um, God-based. And if, if we're not being told negative. No? Not necessarily. Positive and negative isn't the whole story. 
Okay. Um, actually, in, in some of my books, the book, in my book, Awaken Your Divine Intuition, and mm-hmm. in my book, Divine Revelation, those would be a couple of books where I teach the 10 tests of spiritual discernment, 10 ways oh. that you can tell whether the being that you're in contact with is truly coming from the divine presence or if it's coming from earthbound spirits or faker spirits. <laughs> so that kind of discernment, um, I, I recommend one of my other books, Awaken Your Divine Intuition or Divine Revelation. Okay. All right. Thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. So, uh, let's see where was and by I? the way, I think we should do a quick entity healing prayer because we've been talking about entities and that has lowered the vibration here. So let me do that okay. right now. Let's do it. Sure. We call upon the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth and wholeness to heal any and all negative entities or energies that do not serve us that are hanging around at this time. And I'm going to just speak lovingly to those entities. I'll just speak directly to the entities now. Dear ones, you are healed and forgiven. 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 You are lifted in love. You are united with the truth of your being. You are unified in love. You are filled and surrounded with divine love. You are filled and surrounded with divine light. You are free from fear, free from pain, free from this earthly vibration, free to go into your perfect place of expression. You are blessed, forgiven, and released into the love, light, and wholeness of universal spirit. You are blessed, forgiven, and released into the love, light, and wholeness of universal spirit. You are blessed, forgiven, and released into the love, light, and wholeness of universal spirit. You are lifted into the light of God, lifted into the light of God, lifted into the light of God, lifted into the light of God. Go now in peace, go now in love. Thank you, God, and so it is. <clears throat> okay. <sighs> so um, then you, later, uh, chapter four, you talk about developing inner wisdom. So you say being highly sensitive can cause confusion when it comes to trying to make wise decisions. Um, so tell us about... Um, our tendency to, you know, to have this confusion, why we have it, and what we can do about that. Well, when your aura is hanging open and you're very highly sensitive and empathic, you're getting influenced by things around you, people around you, energies around you, even astral entities. There's so many energies in your environment that uh, could be draining you, that could be confusing you, and causing you to not really make the best decisions. So it's really important to use some of these affirmations. For example, the first affirmation that Randy spoke today, which is the I am in control and other affirmations so that you can stay centered and be able to make wise decisions with peaceful confidence using true intuition, using that still small voice of God within your higher self speaking to you and giving you direction and guidance. So uh, contrary to popular belief, intuition is a learnable, teachable skill. Anyone can develop their intuition. We're all intuitive. For example, every one of us, when we go into a 
uh, let's say we go to a party, and some people at that party, we can tell instantly this person seems to be you know, quite full of themselves. This person over here seems very timid and shy. This person seems very angry. I feel an angry vibe from this person and this other person. I feel sadness from them. We just can read people, you know. We can tell these things. Uh, when we go into places, like we go into a house, and we feel, what the heck's been going on here? This has such a bad vibe. Or we go into an institution, maybe, and that has such a draining energy on us. Old buildings and so on have bad vibes. And as you said, Randy, you know, the antiquing, mm-hmm. where you're, these objects have this negative vibe to them. We get drained by that. So it's really important for us to learn how to develop intuition and to learn discernment, learn how to distinguish between the true voice of spirit and other voices in our mind, how to test whether the message is the real thing, and how to, uh, how to really become excellent at intuition. Like I said, it's a learnable, teachable skill, and it requires practice, just like learning any other skill, like playing the piano, like learning a new language, you have to practice. When you first play the piano, it's very discordant. Nobody wants to hear you play. But then with practice, now all of a sudden everybody wants to hear you play because it sounds beautiful. Similarly with intuition, you know, practice, practice, practice. And the important thing, Randy, is don't be afraid to make a mistake because you're going to make mistakes just like playing the piano. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Just practice, practice, practice every day. Start a dialogue with spirit. Okay, go into meditative state. Go into a state where you're quiet and still and relaxed and in deep meditation. And then once you're in that state, do something that people don't generally do when they're deep in meditation. And that is to start a dialogue with spirit, with a capital S. Start to speak with your higher self and ask questions and receive answers. When you do that on a regular basis, you're going to get better at it. And you're going to have a communication with the divine presence within you. You'll start to uh, have two-way conversations with God within you. And you'll be able to receive divine guidance, healing, wisdom, and inspiration whenever you ask. And everything that I teach is based upon one principle, and that is ask, and it shall be given unto you. So when you ask, you will receive the answers to your question. There's um there's one affirmation that I want to read because um you say it can help it it helps you develop discernment and make the best choices. Um but because uh many of my listeners are suffering from narcissistic abuse, I just wanted to read this because I know how well this speaks to them. I now right. see, know and recognize that my life is a series of choices. Every new moment is a chance to make a better choice than I did in the last moment. Each moment is a chance to make a better life. Every choice I make has consequences that affect my life and the lives of my family, friends, society, and all of humanity. Once I make a choice, I cannot unmake it. Therefore, I call upon my higher self, the source of inner wisdom, to guide me in making the wisest choices in each and every moment. I am no longer bound by societal conventions, beliefs, norms, structures, and expectations. 
I now make choices based on my true heart's desires and true life purpose and pathway. I look to spirit rather than to the opinions of others. I search my own heart to discover the wisest path to follow. I now allow my higher self to be my guide. I let go and let my spirit be my best decision maker. I now make a commitment that from this moment, my life is led by my true heart's desires. I allow my divine purpose to unfold with grace and blessedness. I am at peace knowing that my higher self is my guide. Um, I, I like that. I mean, there's so many great, great, great affirmations and medita- meditations in here that we can't possibly um, get to all of them. But so tell us what you want us to know about this book. Well, this book can change your life. <laughs> That's what I want you to know about it. Okay. Uh, because it is so filled, chock full, like you say, of methods for you to gain inner strength. And uh, especially if you have, a, if you're under the control of somebody who's narcissistic, this is going to truly uh, allow you to get out from under that influence and be your own person, express your own true nature, allow yourself to be who you were meant to be, uh, to live your true, true life, true destiny, true purpose, true mission, uh, what you came here on earth to do. And uh, so, yeah, this book is really great for anyone who wants to gain greater inner strength. It is great. Um, and you even have one for giving up guilt. And um, yeah, you say, you have us repeat many times, I am sorry, please forgive me, I love you, thank you. And you say that many, many, many times. Um, that's a really, that's yeah, really that's great. Yeah, that's the Ho'oponopono affirmation. It's called Ho'oponopono. Oh, I thought that looked familiar. Yes. It is. You talk to your inner child. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've done that one. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I, you know, I can't say enough wonderful things about this book. It is something uh, we all should have, especially if we're sensitive, this particular one. And um, Susan, um, is there a way to reach you? Uh, do you do yes. workshops and things like that? Yes. Um, my, my websites are as follows. Uh, drsusan.org. That's drsusan.org. And also uh, Divine Travels. Dot com. That's plural on the travels. That's D-I-V-I-N-E-T-R-A-V-E-L-S dot com, where you can find out about the cruise ship seminars that will be starting again in 2022 and uh, tours to sacred destinations and so on uh, at divinetravels.com. Okay, that's great. So you do, you do, that's so cool. So have you actually been able to book these on cruise ships? Are they committing to that? Yes. Uh, 2022. Um, I've done, Mm. done 15 holistic seminars, conferences at sea, and I'll be doing that again in 2020, beginning in 2020, I'll be doing them. I had to, unfortunately, I had to move all the 2020 cruises and the 2021 cruises, I had to move them all to 2022. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, do you do it on on different um, cruise lines, or or do you yes. have one in particular? Yes, different different cruise lines. Um, the three that I have booked so far in 2022, one is on Paul Gauguin because it's going to Tahiti. Another mm-hmm. one is on um, another one's on a celebrity cruise line. That one's going to Alaska, and then a third one is in Hawaii on Norwegian cruise line. And then there'll be uh, a fourth one coming. Oh, well, that'll be in 2023. I'll be doing one celebrity going to the Greek Isle. So that's what I have on the website right now, divinetravel.com. Very cool. So um, several of them, I guess, leave from the West Coast, right? Uh, Yes. Um, Okay. But I have have cruises going from the East Coast, too. I just don't have any around my schedule at the moment, but there will be in the future. Okay, well, I'll look for that. <laughs> that sounds yeah, they great. go from every, from all different places, but mostly they go from either, well, they, mostly they're from Seattle or from L.A. area or from Florida area, mm, most of the cruises. Okay, okay. Well, I'm in Florida, so that makes it easy for me. Um, yeah. Yeah, anyway, you, um, this was, this is really fun. Thank you. Fun and energetic, energizing. And I am really happy to have met you and to have this book for my own so I can refer to it on a regular basis. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. So thank you. And thanks for inviting me. I really enjoyed speaking with you and um, addressing these issues with your listeners. (laughs) Yeah, it was perfect. It really was. It was really, really perfect. And, And, you know, it's interesting because... I really didn't um I I really didn't know that how directly this was geared to my audience and um and I'm really pleasantly surprised that it was so anyway <laughs> right. so thank you. All right. Well, have a wonderful day. Take care. And you too. Thanks. Bye-bye. So we are out of time, but if you have any comments or questions, you can email me at loveyourlife at randyfine.com. May joy and serenity always be yours. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Visit randyfine.com, R-A-N-D-I-F-I-N-E.com, and be sure to sign up to receive updates on the latest blog posts, events, and upcoming shows. Thank you for listening.